You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Million Dollar Listing After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Million Dollar Listing After Show. Everyone, welcome to the Million Dollar Listing New York After Buzz Show. My name is Lauren Ebersol. I'm your host, along with the lovely Jocelyn Polite. Hello. Hey, Jocelyn. Today we're going to break down the show, catch up with our three favorite brokers in this episode titled From Pocket Squares to Pocket Listings. Well, that ah, makes sense, doesn't it? it? Does. Oh, this, was- this is juicy. But before we get into the show, I want to talk about our girl Maria Menounos's book. This book is insane. I just got my copy and I've been flipping through and I'm I'm just so excited to totally delve in. One of my favorite things that I've caught so far is that she really is all about positive body image. So she's not about the crash dieting. She's not into girls who are like super, super real thin. She's like, that ain't cute. We don't want any of that. So it's a really (laughs) great way, a smart way to get yourself in shape for summer. I mean, look at these abs. Look how many of them. I know I keep talking about the abs, but I can't get over the abs. It's summertime abs. I know. So I mean, I know. It's like she's holding an apple. (laughs) This girl does it right. She does it right. We'll talk a little bit more about her body. I guess when we, um, you know, a little bit more about her body after this short message from her. Ah. Hey guys, Maria Menounos here, and I want to share my newest book, The Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness with you. Basically, every woman always stops me and asks me how I lost 40 pounds, so I decided to put it all in one book. Everything I did to lose 40 pounds step-by-step, and how you can too is in here. I did it with no time, no money, and no willpower, and now I'm going to show you how to do it too. You can pre-order it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, Walmart, wherever books are sold, and it's out June 3rd. So I hope you guys love it. I hope it helps you in your weight loss journey. And please, please tweet me and update me on your progress at Maria Menounos. Thanks. You know what I saw in there? What? I saw a recipe that involved baked potatoes. <gasps> so, yeah, that has me really excited. I love a baked potato. I if I can get great abs and somehow eat a baked potato, right? I'm all good with I'll that. I'll sign so. up for that. Yeah. Well, you like here, too, she says, no time, no money, no willpower, no problem. I think that's fantastic because so many times people think that in order to get in shape, you have to spend money on this and this exercise class and this type of food and blah, 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 you know, and it's just, it's just excuses. Right. We always just give ourselves excuses not to get into shape. Well, I'm excited, and I I plan on having a 
bomb body this summer. So there oh, you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, let's get into the show. Let's get into our, our dear friend, Frederick. Aww. Oh, Frederick. He's still working it in Park Slope. He's he trying is. to make this lips this this listing happen. I almost said lipster because he walks in and he's got his hat on and he's just hipster chic. He's chic because he's Frederick and he's always chic. I thought he looked really cute. I think he oh, was trying adorable. to give us a little Brooklyn. I think that was kind of his way yeah. of walking in and giving us a little Brooklyn. And I he thought comes, he looked really cute. He comes into the office with his vegan donuts. Oh. Yeah. Listen, vegan donuts can be good. Really? Yeah. I don't know where he got his vegan donuts from, but. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I'm going to let that one go. But, <laughs> just let it slide, Jocelyn. Okay, just I will. Just let it slide. I will. But uh, yeah, he uh, he felt that he needed to be a method actor for his listing, <laughs> which, you know, I appreciate it. Gets everyone in the mood. Gets everyone riled up for it. Yeah. And he's fun with that kind of stuff, too. I mean, I mean, you have to make this, this exciting because if it's not exciting, it just becomes so boring. I've never been a realist agent but I mean like I can only imagine listing after listing after listing oh good it would just become so boring so you have to make it exciting of Frederick course. does that well he really turns it into an experience so that way it's something that people are excited to go to it's almost like going to a little party a yeah. little mini party where you get a nice house tour I agree I'd sign up for that I would too right? and he's a fun agent if I had he the money is. I sure would hire him uh-huh <laughs> oh yeah well he made a good point uh this episode in regards to this listing in Park Slope is that what Park Slope offers you get families, parks, um, tree-lined streets, all of the things that you have in the Upper East and the Upper West Side. But if you're looking for an apartment in the Upper West Side, Upper East Side, you're looking at maybe 11 million, 10 million minimum, whereas Park Slope get the same thing. Half the price? A third of the price. A third of the price. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's pretty worth it. Well, that makes sense to me. I mean, I you know, they say that it's a little bit more family friendly. You get, you know, mm-hmm. I, but they were saying that it's kind of equal, you know, in both have the parks and everything like that where the family can enjoy yeah. that. But um, I mean, for half the price, you can't beat that. And I know. It, I mean, it's it, it's actually nice properties. there. It is. It's, it's beautiful. And they're yeah, it's, it's it's a gorgeous place to live. And, you know. Manhattan's becoming just so busy. I mean, it's always been busy, but now more so, if you really want to raise a family, it's kind of nice to go to somewhere where, like Park Slope, where things are going to be a bit more quiet, a bit more peaceful. Maybe you won't be hearing sirens all night long. Yeah, or out of the city, I'm, a, I'm, I'm yeah, supposed, like out of the hustle and bustle exactly. and the constant, like you know, it seems so crowded. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're right in Manhattan, and you know, it seems like out here, out in Brooklyn, you can maybe Long Island, places like that, you can breathe a little. Yeah. yeah. Well, he brought some brokers to the place so everyone can kind of get a feel for it and their number one complaint was hey like this is cool but the proximity to manhattan is just not close enough and it was funny as he was talking as they were talking about it i kept thinking well i know that it's it's not exactly right in manhattan but i've taken that train ride before i've taken that cab ride before it's pretty quick is it quick it is quick because they were saying like between 15 and 20 minutes yeah well at first they were trying to say 45 minutes and then you know he really broke it down with all of them and they said it took me 15 minutes to get here 16 minutes to get here depends on where in the city you are at the time but it's it's pretty convenient when you break it down yeah well i mean 15 minutes for a third of the price of what you would pay in manhattan Mm -hmm. 15 minutes doesn't seem like a bad commute i mean i you know goodness 15 minutes is nothing and you're saying basically hopping on the train yeah six million dollars right you know and you're getting extra space yeah yeah so that would be 15 minutes i would take yes i agree i agree with that so things started to move forward which was great he got a call in for an offer for 4.1 
which is what he expected from this property. He told her that. I think the last episode that we Mm -hmm. saw with Gene, who is the uh, developer of this property, um, he said, "For you're going to be around the low four, you know, million. And she didn't really like that. Oh, she no. wanted to go she for wanted 4.5. 4. 4. Yeah, she almost wanted 4.5 million. Yeah. And he was like, that's a bit much. You know, because mm-hmm. remember, this place is not even finished. Exactly. It's, there's so many things that are undone uh-huh. and, and it's not finished and it needs renovating and things need to be gutted and it just has to be put together. And so she brings it down to, to 4.450. Okay. Which he still thinks is a bit unrealistic, but, you know, he's up for the challenge. Right. So he gets this 4.1, and, uh, you know, she's just not... Well, she's not happy. Not so thrilled. And she doesn't like it at all, and I she's like not that. budging. I like, though, because obviously Frederick likes to do his face-to-face, and, of course, he takes Jean to a wine bar, because what better way to break this news to Jean Well, when you get her a little give drunk. give her a glass of wine. Yeah. Get her a little tipsy. <laughs> Have a little glass of wine yeah. so I can give you this news and maybe we can settle around four four one four two. Exactly. And uh she she was fair. She was pissed. No, I don't think she had a drink. Did no. she have a drink? She had a glass of red wine. I don't okay. know how much of it she drank. I don't think but... she drank very much. I think she was making oh, sure that yeah. she wasn't gonna get swindled in this situation. Exactly. Yeah. She was like, give me a number first. Right, and then we can drink. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Surprised she didn't throw her glass at him. I know. She's so angry. Uh but yeah, so anyway, he goes back to his clients. Try to try to get them to to come up a little bit, and he works his magic as always. As always, I know he always gets he, he gets what he wants. I mean, it's amazing yep. how mm-hmm. how much it's amazing how fast. And who knows how fast it is? I mean, they're filming these shows. We have no idea what the, exactly you know how long it could it's be. Taking. It could be a lot like longer. weeks. It could be months. We don't know. You know exactly yeah. how long. To me, it looks like it's like. You know, it's like minutes. magic. It's like magic. He likes he snaps his fingers, and all of a sudden, a deal is made. But that's like what it looks like. That. I it mean, does. I enjoy it like that. That makes it fun, and that makes it great TV. But you know that it mm-hmm. obviously takes more than this, and yeah. there's a lot of people involved, and that you've got to have a lot of conversations, uh-huh. and you can tell that it's like that. But you know, I like the fact that it seems like it gets done quick. I wonder if he runs into that in real life now because it happens so quickly. I wonder if he gets hired for a job now. If it if that actually does take a much longer process if people are annoyed because they're like, well, on TV, it just happens like that. I'm sure. Why isn't this deal sold? So I wonder, I wonder if that's the thing. We should tweet him about it. We should. Because we should I, find I'm, out. I'm, I'm interested to know that. And the thing about it is like, if you like looking on Twitter and we will get into all that, you know, later yeah, with news yeah. and gossip, but just getting into, into Twitter, I've seen some of, you know, them comment on how they've gotten a client from mm-hmm. people watching the show. Oh, so I'm sure. I'm sure the expectations. Yeah. Well, some people like, just even want to meet them. Let's get this done. Them. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, this episode, we also saw a bit of Frederick's personal life. We did. Ugh. This thing with Derek and the baby. Baby Mila. It's painful because it, it was almost like baby Mila was put to rest tonight I in a know. strange kind of way. Oh, and I mean, their one year wedding anniversary and Derek says he's coming home with a surprise. Of course, Frederick is going to freak out with excitement and think it's going to be him finally saying, yes, let's have a baby. So he's got the candles set, the wine out, the food going, like the mood is all there. And Derek comes home with a duffel bag. Right. And That's moving. The, That's moving a gosh. bit. 
Jocelyn and I were like, no. What's no. in that duffel bag? But so, I knew it. I of knew course, it. you knew it was going to be a dog. Yeah. yeah. And the dog pops his little head out, and Derek's all excited about it, and names it Milo. The male version of oh. Mila, which is the name that, that Frederick wants for the for little the girl baby. with the curls and everything yeah. like that. And he was heartbroken. But the thing that I'm concerned about is, what did he really think that surprise was going to be? I don't I even know. think he was realistic about what that surprise No. He wanted it to be him coming through the door saying, you know, baby... I've decided mm-hmm. I'm ready to have a baby. And that whole Brooklyn thing that you set up last week or whatever yeah, it was, totally it totally worked. worked. But it wasn't realistic. It was. And, I mean, we've seen from being not Frederick and not so emotionally in it where Derek's really not but She's very clearly said, like, no. Right. No. At least not right now. But it was a bit... I don't know. It's a bit insensitive for Derek to bring home a dog with the boy version name of Mila. And they already have two dogs. If I'm not, if I. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And oh, yeah, on top of it, I feel like if you're, you know, if my husband brought home a dog, and well, no, I take that back. I'd be really excited. I I would too. I would too. But, you know, (laughs) it's probably something that you want to talk to your spouse about first before you, you know, bring home a double bag with a dog in it. It's an additional responsibility. I mean, regardless. I mean, I understand the point that Derek was making. It was kind of like, I am so tired of this baby talk. I don't want to Mm -hmm. talk about the baby thing anymore. I want to wait. You know, he's not. I think Frederick has to also look at the fact that Derek is not ruling it out. Frederick is being a bit unreasonable. He's handling his marriage and what he wants like a deal that he's doing for one of these properties. Well, he said today, he said, you know, I've been working on this deal for 10 years. And it's frustrating to him because it's the one deal he can't close. Right. And it's just... He's yeah, you're right. He's got to realize that just because it's not now doesn't mean it's never and to really just let it rest for a bit. Absolutely. And the thing that I really don't understand about it, why can't you wait? I mean, it's I'm not giving like, Frederick personal I, advice. I'm just going in on him because I don't understand why this is not a situation where he can wait. Mm-hmm. Neither one of them have eggs or reproductive system exactly. that has a time limit no and things like that. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so you so can just really go for it. You guys can actually just, I get he wants it now, mm-hmm. but I think Derek is just saying not right now. I think, you know, it, it, he just has to calm that down. But I, I think the dog was a little bit insensitive on their anniversary. Yes, oh. I agree. Well, moving on to Ryan. Mm. Oh, it's adorable little Ryan. You know what I want to do really quick? I'm sorry, before we yeah. move to Ryan... Can we please talk about what was going on with his assistant and this wedding? Oh, my goodness, with Frederick and the wedding. Yes. Okay, so they're sitting in his office, Mm -hmm. and um, Frederick says to him, how How was the wedding? wedding? How was your wedding? Yeah. The assistant, who I thought was gay, to be honest. I definitely Well, I I think that was part of the joke. I could be wrong. Oh, okay. I think it was part, because I I thought he certainly thought he was gay Yeah, I do too. I'm really sorry, assistant, if you're not gay and we're calling you gay. I apologize, too, but I just really honestly did. I apologize. But... Um, you know, if you're not, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He, so they're and talking if you are, about awesome. <laughs> right, okay. You're really cute. You'll do really well. <laughs> but he really did. Um, he said, how was your wedding? And the assistant says, um, well, the seafood was really good and you know, everything was really great, but she fell asleep. Yeah. And it was just a weird kind it of was, exchange for a moment. You know what I mean? Yes. So if it was a joke, I'm not really sure that. All viewers, including myself, would get it because all kind of things fly over my head. I don't ever get it. I mean, uh-huh. I really need somebody to tell me the joke. You know what I mean? I'm like dingbat 101 when it comes to jokes. But I, I didn't get the whole exchange there, and I just thought that was just an odd insert into the yes. episode. I thought so, too. It was very abrupt and oddly placed and weird. But I think the joke was that he actually is gay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I can get with that. I don't know. Okay. That's what I got. 
Now I'm ready. Look, now I'm ready to move now on. Now we're ready for Ryan. <laughs> okay. Uh, so it's so cute. We open up with Ryan and Amelia sitting on the couch, and Ryan's been really opening himself up to Amelia um, because he doesn't want to lose her. He really wants to, you know, forge this bond with her. And he's trying to do this more so in his life. He's realized New York has made him a bit hard and kind of wants to bring back that the softer side of Ryan. He said that he packed that Ryan into a box mm-hmm. and that that Ryan is under his bed and that Ryan's never coming out again. But, you know, there's a side to him that he does need to let out. Yes. Because this business, hardcore side to him, I loved seeing him and Amelia on the couch, and she's doing her work, and he's doing his work, and mm-hmm. he's saying that he has a lot of work to do, and he's bringing it home now so that he can spend time with her. Exactly. Which I love that he's compromising, because yeah. we've never known Ryan to really compromise. No. Yeah. And that's a big step for him, and it'll serve him well, and I think he's starting to see that also uh but it's just, yeah it's nice for him to really start to include her yeah in his well life i mean because that more. works for us you can't just you know, know. We, we don't do well with that you yeah. can't just go to work and just say you know i have work to do and I'm, i'll check you later and then you know maybe we'll grab like a hot dog no mm-hmm. like i need time and attention and even if you're busy i do like the fact that you're still with me even though exactly. you're busy and you're, doing and you're your sitting thing. on the couch you can do like a little nuzzle or cuddle or you know bounce an idea off of each other right. it's it's smart for him to do absolutely so i like that scene and i, I thought it was a cute scene too. i did too <laughs> but so now he realizes he has this client who is looking for an apartment but wants to be on the upper west side he wants a view of the park, but he's not loving anything he sees. Uh, so there's one property that Ryan knows is a good one, 30 Lincoln Plaza. It's right by Lincoln Center, view of the park, just a, a gorgeous, gorgeous building. But the only problem is he has no way in. Right. And and <sighs> to, to bring the um, our listeners and viewers back up to date a bit, this is the building where a few episodes back where uh, Janet came into play and Luis went into Janet and said, I can sell one of the properties for mm-hmm. $7.8 million. Janet gave him a chance with this property, and he wasn't able to to meet her expectations. Yeah. So Luis has the inside yes. to Janet, you know what I mean? And, He's and getting got the it inside, but I mean, also, he, Luis was taken off of that listing. Yes. He didn't deliver. So even his relationship with Janet isn't all that stellar. Right. But uh, as we saw, Ryan actually got thrown out of an open house by Janet. So at least Louise's relationship is slightly a little better, better than Ryan's. Yeah. And I think Ryan was just looking for a crack in the door. And he knows yes. that Louise may not, you know, Louise isn't, you know, all the way inside the door with Janet because Janet did let him go and he didn't, mm. you know, um, he didn't bring what he said he was going to when they were dealing with that listing. But uh, the door is kind of open, and Luis knows Janet, and he can pick up the phone and call her. And I think that's what Ryan was looking for. Yes. Yeah. And also, based on his conversation with Amelia, he really wanted to start being a bit more open-minded, really giving people a chance and kind of breaking down that hard shell. And part of that was was to lend a helping hand to Luis. So even when he found out that Luis was no longer part of this building, he still wanted to find a way to sort of mend mend that relationship. Which <laughs> he needs I, to yeah, mend that relationship. Because he, he was does. really nasty towards Luis, to be mm-hmm. honest. I mean, you know, hence the title of this. He took a pocket square at the the uh, the listing that we're talking about at mm-hmm. that opening and shoved it in his mouth. So, it's you know, aggressive. very aggressive. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, rude. And I mean, like we say, Louis, you know, Luis always handles things with a lot of dignity and class because I couldn't imagine Ugh. someone shoving something in my face, you know. And mm-hmm. so I think it is time for him to 
I think Emilia is softening him, which is a great thing. Or yeah. he's reached a point in his life where you look around and you go, I don't have any friends. Uh-huh. I don't, you know, I don't have any people I can rely on. I don't have any my people that. My life is more than just my work. Exactly. Yeah. And probably Emilia has helped bring that out in him where he realizes, like, there are other things that are important than making commissions. And right. if I keep going on this way, I'm not going to have them. Yeah. And I think that's a really wise move on his part. Well, he uh, so uh, I love that he reached out and mm-hmm. Luis at first wasn't answering the phone. He wasn't answering his no. calls. And I love how he's Ryan... at the gym. He's working out all of his aggression <laughs> from from Frederick last week, who just oh oh he was so mad at Frederick. Oh, and, he, my and he's working with his trainer, and mm-hmm. his hair is again perfect because you know I mean who in the world can have such perfect hair when you're training? Like oh that? yeah, Luis. he doesn't sweat right, but he doesn't answer the phone. So it's basically like you know he's seeing it decline. He's not wanting to deal with Ryan, and Ryan is just looking like okay. This is karma mm-hmm. for what I, you know, this, this is karma. I'm getting it back. I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So finally he does decide to meet up with him. Yes. Yeah, so they go, they go to Salvation Taco there and Ryan tells Luis, you know, he's got this deal for him and he really wants to apologize and, and lend a helping hand in this and really thinks that they can work together. And Luis doesn't trust him. And rightfully so, especially all, not only what he has been through the past few weeks, but even just with Ryan, his experience with Ryan before, why would he trust this person? Right. Especially a person who got kicked out of a listing from this woman before. Oh, absolutely. And I wouldn't trust him either if I was Luis. I would be no. like, what are you up to? Like, what? why are you, are you trying to set me up? I mean, this mm-hmm. is, here comes, you know, number two. He just finished with Frederick and that wasn't good because it looked like it was going to be a battle on that sidewalk last week. And it was a battle actually. And, you know, now here comes Ryan. So he's probably really like off, like, wait a second. Why are you guys coming for me? What do you want? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And here comes Ryan. And it's like, it's not even a conversation really about like, something's happened to him, you know, that has made him move in this direction or something like this. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't blame Luis for being... Oh, of course. He's got to be cautious about it because yeah. otherwise, you know, it's his reputation at stake. If he right. goes into this and it ends up getting screwed up, he's really never going to get back into that deal. But anyway, so we go and we see... Oh, wait, I love this, where Luis says to him, you waste my time, I'll break your face. He sure did. <laughs> I know, exactly. Because he's working out and he's feeling all strong and he's like, yeah, you know, I like that too. But mm-hmm. you know what? That's how he's... He's feisty. He is feisty. He's a Good feisty. I mean, he might be about 5'3", but he's feisty. Yeah. So I give it to him. I like mm-hmm. it. All right. Well, we go, we see the place. It's a beautiful place. I okay, so I like the place. I, I like that everything was brand uh-huh. new, and I know we'll, you know you'll get into what. But yes. what was up with the shapes of the rooms? It was like it Kinda wasn't a weird. square. It was like an octagon. I mean, it had beautiful mm-hmm. views. It was a you know I thought it was a beautiful place, but yeah. it was odd. I thought it. I, I will say I do think it was a bit bland. I didn't really like the coloring of it. Um, it was a bit too yellow. I love the color yellow, mm-hmm. but not for walls. Uh, but. I, no, I thought I thought that the layout and the potential and the view, I mean, just that view to have wall-to-wall just windows, I mean, that's just Gorgeous. stunning. Yeah. yeah. I think that that place with the right designing of it, interior design of it, would be amazing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that it would be a nice place. I just, mm-hmm. you know, I think my only complaint was the kitchen's too small because, you know, I'm the kitchen bathroom girl. The, I am um, just telling the kitchen's, the kitchen? unless you're going to Brooklyn, your I kitchen's going to be small. I know. I can't give up on it. I'm not going to give up on That's it. But fair. the kitchen was just small. I think they talked a little bit about maybe knocking it back or something. Yeah. I don't know. Expanding and then the, the bathrooms weren't too bad. I kind of like, yeah, you know, they were, were kind of, it was just that room that was like, it just mm-hmm. had so many angles to it that it's like, how are you even going to put furniture in there? I mean, you're going to have mm-hmm. to put the bed in the middle of the room and 
that's well, it. Well, I don't think I don't think we saw the bedrooms or, okay. or enough of the bedrooms. You know, we we just saw the main space. We saw we saw kind of what would be the living room area. So I think that there's more to that place that we didn't really fully discover. Yeah, um, or didn't discover in depth. Um, but listen, this is why you moved to Park Slope to get more rooms, and <laughs> it makes a case for it. It, it really does. does. It does. Um, but anyway, so this one, Sam is his guy who his buyer who he's dealing with but sam sent his attorney mark to really see the places because sam is out in the midwest and uh you know he sent his person out to do business for him Mm -hmm. make Mm -hmm. sure that he gets the numbers that he wants to see and uh you know (laughs) it's (laughs) he's got things he wants he wants a three-bedroom he wants condos facing the park but you know ryan's really tried to find these things for him and he's not finding it and he has it in this one building but here we go we come in janet says 6.5 6.5 million. Flat out. Flat out. This is what it is. It's a pocket listing. It's not on the market. Like, this is all that is really going to be offered here. And we know Janet to know that she does not like to fall below her listing price. She likes, no. if she says 6.5, like, she's pretty hardcore. When she mm-hmm. says 6.5, that's what she's looking for. Maybe a little bit under it. Very little. Yes. But most of the time, that that's what she's looking for. We have that history with her. So, mm-hmm. interesting price. Well, enough so that she's, I mean, the, these aren't out on the market. It's a pocket listing. So, she's got, she's holding on to it. And if she's holding on to it, she wants some good money for it. Mm. Okay. But, uh, we, uh... So they they yeah. the uh, the buyer so we actually we have a deal that that comes up in the in the um the the buyer of the place which is the guy in the Midwest you know calls his lawyer uh, they want to offer five point five million mm-hmm. and um and she doesn't like that of no. course and Ryan knows he's got to tread lightly when he even tries to bring this number up to her because right. she can get feisty with him fast well what was also interesting is that when Ryan and Luis decided that this is you know what they were going to do together and everything and and you know Luis brought Ryan to the building or maybe vice versa you know but they ended up there together Luis was very he was impressed that Ryan was being so professional, which oh, he was. Yeah. You know what I mean? He wasn't. He was just head on. He was. He. They were dealing with the place. They were looking at you know what they could do, and they were talking about because Luis doesn't make any money from this. No, you know what I mean. He's not. I mean, if Ryan wants to break him off a piece of the commission or split it mm-hmm. with him, he can. But he Luis really wants to do it make, for the relationship. Right. He wants to get back and in, in the good graces with Janet, so he's willing to do it for nothing. Right. Which makes sense. He's really just just solidifying himself there and Luis does that a lot and i have to mm-hmm. say that i do respect that i think when you know uh people start making a lot of money sometimes they don't want to do those extra side things that will yeah. get you the relationship but i have to really commend Luis for the fact that he he does he establishes his relationships really well with people and he make even if he can't make a dime off of it or make yeah, some well, coins off of it we saw him with the joneses in right. puerto rico yeah. He wasn't making any money off of that, but really wanted to just help out his his clients and future clients. Yeah, I think it's smart business. I agree. So five point five million is the offer. She is she's not having it. No. I love how flirtatious he got with her. Yeah, he's just turned on the charm. <laughs> she's like, I'm old enough to be your mother. He was like, I don't, so, care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, he put his hand on her. She was I like, know. Do you yeah, do your hand on her me? hand is on me? Oh my god! It's like, oh, sorry, it's just it's instinctual. I know. It's really he, cute. Well, he likes to. I mean, he likes to. To flirt and he's I mean, that, he's, he's, he's strong at it. <laughs> well, you know what? Here's the thing: when they were when they had the other listing where him and Luis got into it, mm-hmm. um, she said he was cute. Oh. So 
Yeah. I mean, so she flirted with him first a little bit. Oh, she was yeah. like, you're cute. So now he's you giving it back to her. You could tell she was having fun. Of course. So, anyway, so he goes back with this. She's like, nah, that's not happening. And he says, okay, well, what are you willing to do? And she says, 6.3. Right. So he goes in, talks to Mark. Mark, he says, you know, what What do you have authorization to go up to? Mark says, <sighs> he does this big sigh. I love it. Sigh, sighs, tons <laughs> yes. of sighs. Yes. He said, I can, for now, I can go up to six. Yeah. So Ryan comes back with the six, and Janet's like, ugh, getting even more flirty, even more flirty. And uh, she says, all right, bottom line, six one, I won't go any lower than that. So, Which I was surprised. I was surprised, too. I did not think she was going to go that low. But let's talk about why she went there. Because Ryan oh, kind of took her there in an interesting way. He because did. he had his facts. And he mm-hmm. knew what was public record, what was not public record, what had sold recently mm-hmm. in her building or even in the area or, you know, was even comparable to this play. Exactly. So he had so all- she's, yeah, she's talking about these these deals that are pending. Two big deals that right. are pending. And not public like, record. What have you closed? Yes. She couldn't answer. I know. She was caught. That was awesome. He was smart. He really did his homework, which is why he's, he's as successful as he is. And why she came down. Because mm-hmm. she was so adamant about the 6.5 that, I mean, you know, it was shocking to know that this woman would come down to 6.1 when we got to know her as somebody that wouldn't come down. But there mm-hmm. you go. If you have your information and you have your facts straight and you go in and you're, you know, talking to someone. You can play it right. You can play it right. Exactly. Yep. So so we go with a 6.1. He gets back on the phone with Mark. <sighs> Big sigh. It's a deal. <laughs> right. And he makes 183000 yep. in commission. Yep. No. Not, not a bad deal. And he invites Luis to celebrate. Oh, yes. They go to the Gansevoort Hotel. Yeah. And I love they sit down and immediately Ryan asks for four shots of Patron. Right. It's going to be a rowdy night. <laughs> rowdy night for the boys. They got rowdy. I think they oh, cut they the camera. Did. They cut the camera on how rowdy it really I got. Think, yeah. I yeah. think they cut the camera a bit early. But, you know, Luis was really surprised to see what a great guy Ryan could be and really felt like he was seeing a different side of him. And Ryan, you know, handed him a check. For $20,000, which I think Luis thought that maybe he would get half of the commission, but at the same time wasn't necessarily expecting something. So I thought that 20000 was a really nice gesture. It's 10% of the deal, which, you know, it's, it's probably how, or close to 10 or a little under 10%, mm-hmm. but you get the idea. Uh, so I thought that was a really sweet moment. Well, I don't think he was expecting anything from Ryan. I think that he probably thought... You know, yeah, you know, the good thing mm-hmm. to do or if I had a good relationship with this person, possibly would I would get half, half or, yeah. you know, a little less than half or something like that. Mm-hmm. But with Ryan, I don't think he was expecting anything. So when he handed him that check, it was kind of like, you gave me $20,000 off of it. Like, I don't even think he expe- I think it was fine. Really? With I thought he was I thought when he was handed the check, he was going to think that it was half. Oh, I thought so. He may. Well, I don't know. With Ryan's his, with his, I wouldn't, if I were him, I wouldn't have expected expected a half. I mean, when he said that initially, Mm -hmm. I knew he wasn't going to get half. Mm -hmm. That wasn't going to happen. I was like, the half is not going to happen. But I did figure that Ryan would give him something because that would just be awful. Oh, it would be terrible if he didn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, and even 20,000, I'm going to be honest, it's a little low. Yeah, but at the same time, he's he's mended a relationship with this woman, and he's getting $20,000, and he's had this fantastic experience with Ryan, and hopefully this is forging a relationship where they can go forth and maybe create some deals together. I don't know. I would have given him a little bit more. I mean, he could have at least given him, like, yeah. between, like, 50 to 80,000. I, I agree with Come you. On. It could have been more, but I still thought it was still a, a sweet thing, and Luis yeah. seemed really happy with it, at least on camera. He seemed really happy with it. Yeah. And then they proceeded to order 
more shots of Patron. Yeah. And, and then, more drinks. And they started, and started talking falling about over. Frederick. Oh, Frederick. Yeah. They began to talk about him because Louise was talking to Alliances Ryan. Alliances are being formed. Absolutely. And, and I think they went in on the fact that uh, Frederick, well, first of all, Louise told Ryan what had happened in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. you know, and Ryan was not surprised because he's no. had, you know, his, his histories and dealings with, with Frederick. But um, what was interesting is that when they were talking about, you know, what had happened with Frederick, the two of them kind of, you know, kind of came together because Ryan said, well, Frederick doesn't want to bring us together because mm-hmm. you're a threat. And, the, you know, as the two of us together, are it's too big of a threat. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And so, Frederick doesn't want to lose, doesn't want to lose. No, not at all. And he doesn't want the two of them paired up. So, of you know, you keep, you keep that situation separate. Exactly. And to him, Luis is, Luis is the is the underdog. And he's just like, you stay over there. And Ryan, he kind of knows how Ryan is. So, you know, and, and Frederick sees himself as top dog. So the two of them getting together, that's going to be a problem. For sure. But they're together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're they, together. They formed a couple an of shots of Patron sure. will get you an alliance. Well, I love when we saw Ryan originally calling Luis. He had him in his phone as Luis Ortiz, small broker. He sure did. I hope. I hope that he's deleted that now or oh changed it to something a bit nicer. Or maybe it'll just be a joke between the two of them that they'll. But have. How immature is that? They'll 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 tell they'll tell that joke at each other's weddings. That's so immature. <laughs> and I I know he had to have just done that for camera because there is no way oh, that he I is know. walking around with Luis with, Ortiz, small broker, in his phone. That is so immature and yeah, ridiculous. That's, it is. Come on, Ryan. But I mean, it was cute and it was funny for TV. But I know, I just know that that's not the way it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but interesting about Ryan Luis, which I loved, uh, talked about Ryan's gray hair. And let's talk oh. about Ryan's gray hair because Ryan is what twenty nine. Yeah, it's probably right And it's, like, really prematurely gray. Well, a lot of guys go gray early. Wow, though. Yeah. He's really gray. He is. And it doesn't match his face. It doesn't. So, and it actually does look like it could potentially be dyed. Yeah. And Luis asks them about that. But, I don't know, he says that it's not. I think he needs to do something about that. You think he needs to? I like it. You do? I do. I mean, I like gray hair. I mean, I love a, you know, silver, Mm -hmm. but I like gray hair. But. I don't know. It doesn't match his face. I mean, I feel like maybe if he had just a little bit, you know, in there, I uh-huh. think it would be nice. But, I mean, it looks like the gray is really taking over. I mean, he's salt and pepper full on. I so, like it. I think it's I think it's sexy. I just don't know if it quite matches mm-hmm. his face. Amelia, but, what do you think? Yeah, exactly. Let us know what you think about the gray hair. Thinks, yeah. or do you do you like the gray hair or, uh-huh. you know, not? Let us know. But um, the other thing, Ryan, he was he got childlike and fun. Mm-hmm. And it was nice to see him like that. We haven't seen him like that. I no. mean, I know he was drunk, and everybody gets childlike every day. Yes. But but he, it was fun to see him actually not be so, like, upright and businessy. And it was just fun to see him cut loose a little bit. I liked it. Exactly. And Luis actually said something at the end. He said, you know, I don't think Ryan exactly knows who Ryan is yet. And I think he might be right. He's trying to merge two worlds together, the boy he was and the man he's becoming or has become and it's it's a it's a tricky thing but i think he's going to figure it out it I seems think like he's too. on the right track yeah all right well it was, it was an exciting episode for luis outside of this whole ryan deal as well he goes down to 75 wall down in the financial district and he's offered a, a, a building and he loves from this a developer area, and yeah he? yeah because he's sold a bunch of apartments down there and uh i like this because this is the new andas hotel but it's half hotel and half residences so it's got lots of amenities and you know it's going to be really great service and really really beautiful quality now i didn't know that they um my limited you know <laughs> me mm-hmm. in new york here we go but i didn't know the financial district had 
you know, residential buildings around there. I always just think oh, of yeah. like Wall Street. I think of like just businesses and corporations mm-hmm. and all these other things. Taking, I didn't know that they actually had like a residential area or life going There's, on down there. Yeah, there are a ton of apartments down there. Um, and it's you can kind of get a little bit more for your money. I don't know where it's at right now because as they've been saying, it's been built up more and more. Um, the one thing about the financial district is that everything closes so early. I used to live down there, my one of my first apartments in New York, and I remember going to get food at 7 o'clock at night, and there was nothing open. And I was so sad because I at was seven? so hungry, and there was nothing open at 7 o'clock at in night. In New York? In New York. It just felt wrong. And granted, this was like probably... I don't know, like eight, nine years. It was it was a while ago. Um, gosh, probably ten years now. Anyway, but uh, nothing was open, and it was such a bummer. But you know, it's the more things that get built up, more places come in, and I'm sure they've got something that's open a bit that later than seven o'clock now. So strange for New York, because you would think that at any time you can get like a bowl of soup, a sandwich, a bagel. Oh, I mean, you would just sure. think that like you can get something. So hearing. It closes, you know, yeah. at 7. Wow. Because well, it, it was just all businesses down there. Yeah. You know, there are plenty of places that are 24 hours that you can you can go and, and get stuff. But, yeah. Sometimes the city sleeps. Sometimes it sleeps. Wow. We think it never that. does. But sometimes it takes a nap. <laughs> yeah. That's what it a does. Quick, a quick It nap. takes a nap. <laughs> so this is a half hotel, half residence. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, yeah. so this is this is what we have, and Luis is on this, and he's excited about it because he loves the financial district. Oh yeah, and has a history. It's there. like it's yeah. his, it's his territory. Yeah. But anyway, so we go and we look at this place, and this place has really oddly shaped rooms. And we see the <laughs> yes. bedroom; it's like a triangle. Like, how do you how do you make that homey? How do you furnish that? I have no idea. I don't understand. And it's a it's a penthouse. It's it's mm-hmm. uh, what is it? Fourteen hundred square feet. Yep, gorgeous views. Gorgeous two bedrooms, views. two bathrooms. Oh wow! And it and the building actually has a lot to it. it. Has a media center, fitness center. So it's got all these amenities to it. But yep. it is oddly shaped. I don't know how you would furnish that. I don't, but we're going to find out because he, he says, you know, I I'm, I'm totally want to take this on. And the guy thinks that he can get $2.82 million for this for this unit. Um, and Luis thinks it's a bit high based on the size of these rooms, but says, okay, don't freak out quite yet because there's a way around this. So they meet with, with the team to really uh, – to, to find a way to decorate it to do a showing, to really stage the place so people can get the feel for it. And Luis loves staging. And I'm just, you know, I'm just realizing that this was the apartment that had the odd shaped. Because remember yes. I was saying that before about the oh, other one. Yeah, I was yeah. totally I was wrong like, about that. What are you that. talking about? Yeah. Maybe I forgot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, yeah, is this one. one was weird. It stood out to me. I just knew that one of these apartments had some strange shapes mm-hmm. going on and angles going on in the apartment that was going to be difficult to furnish. So, so this is the one. I apologize for that mistake earlier. But um, Luis loves to stage a place. And so he loves to put the team together to the designs and everything and 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 you know try to get this place to look like something because you have to sell it because it has so many different angles to it and you know can your buyer or potential buyer come in and really imagine yeah because when people when people are looking for places sometimes it's it's hard to use your imagination if you're not if you're not an interior designer by trade or just really good at it. When you go to see a place and you see a room like this, your immediate thought is like, I don't know, what am I going to do with this room? Right. There's no straight corner to put my bed. Like nothing, nothing makes sense. Right. So they need to make make it make sense 
for the buyer. Um, and the woman made a good point. She said, you know, there's so many angles. We've got to add some curves to it, which right. I just thought I picked that up as a little like tip that. to know for myself. Well, like harsh angles, got to get some And curves. I love the way she brought it into masculine and feminine because she said that there are angles, you know, which, I mean, mm-hmm. so there's some masculine, a lot of masculine energy within this place, but then it needs curves. Yes. Female. Female energy. The lady. So it's, you've got to bring, you know, the woman into it. And so I think they said they were going to do some black and white, you know, to kind of like, they want to, they want to make this place like really sexy and great. And also for a potential female buyer or for a pot- potential male buyer. Yes. So I think that that was a good idea. And I love the sit down for this because, you mm-hmm. know, he, he wants to get this done. And not only that, but I love when he puts his team together to do it because he even had the event planner there. Like, what are we going to do? Yeah. You know, which I want him to calm down. I don't want him to do another like fairy tale, crazy over the top thing. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think he's, he's probably onto something good. I feel like Luis is kind of in his zone right now. I do too. I feel like he's on the up and up and hopefully we see some really exciting things happening for him soon. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about iTunes. All right. You can find us on iTunes. You can subscribe, rate us, love us, write us little love notes, like us, <laughs> share us on Facebook. Uh, yeah. So just 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 come and come and visit us in more more forums on the internet. Absolutely. And yeah. also on YouTube, subscribe, um, comment. We love to see your, we love your comments. We and do we love comments. To them. I, I'm, no, we'll I'm chat on there. Back. Yeah, I'm on there responding and it's a, it's a lot of fun. You guys have a lot of great things to say. So keep the comments coming. All right. Now there was a cute little scene I wanted to talk about here. We saw the owner of Luis and Frederick's firm, Douglas oh, yeah, Elliman. Cipriani. Yeah. And he's power the lunching. Thing. He's so cute. Oh, he was really cute. Yeah. Yeah. And he seems to really like Luis, which is mm-hmm. great. So, you know, because sometimes you get this feeling like Luis isn't measuring up, but this guy like really, you yeah, know, he's really got a good, him. he's got a good mentor under his belt. Yeah. So we did get to see him because I kind of mm-hmm. wanted to see who, who, who is ran this person. The whole you wanna, thing. Yeah, yeah. You want to see who it is. So we did get to see that. So we'll have to see what's up and coming with that. Yep. Shall we move into some news, news and, and gossip? After Buzz TV News. Okay, well, last week um, I gave you some websites for Frederick uh, with his um, firm, Douglas Elliman Real Estate, and uh, we're gonna post for, we're gonna post it up on YouTube for you to see what the website is because I know I said you could Google it, but I wanted to give you the information so that you can go there and see it. One of the things that's really interesting about it is a few episodes ago we saw this building, or actually we didn't see the building, we saw a model of the building that Frederick was. Uh, I think it was a development and the penthouse was the only the only property that hadn't been sold in this building. He sold all the rest of the properties all throughout the building. Remember, he sold it blind because the people hadn't didn't get a chance to see what the actual apartment was going to look like. Well, the penthouse is listed on his website. Forty million dollars. I know. And the pictures are amazing. This is a five bedroom, five bath with a powder room. It has a, if finally he had a doorman and a concierge. Remember nice. Frederick had all yeah. these listings without all no that. amenities. Oh my Good God. For him. 7,000 square foot feet, um, three, 3,000 square foot terrace. Wow. So that's really, wow. yeah, that's really nice too. And this is the one that's in Tribeca on North Moor. Perfect. That's so, got to be a good property. I say take a look at it and also check out Nest Seekers and we'll put that up for you also. Nest Seekers is Ryan's firm, which also is I thought interesting. They have a Miami office, which is also, I believe, opening the door to the spinoff to Million Dollar Listing Miami. Mm-hmm. So we might be able to see some Nest Seekers realtors in Miami and what they have to offer down south. All right. Also, I was reading on Twitter earlier today. Big congratulations to Derek. 
Frederick's husband. He sold 40, 40 paintings in the past month. Which wow. is really impressive. So good for him. He's really getting even more successful as an artist. That's so, great. Yeah. And so uh, you know maybe that, maybe with all these paintings being sold, he'll be ready for a baby. Oh gosh, doesn't Frederick hope? Look, I'm turning into Frederick now. I know. I think it also <laughs> I think it also helped that he put his uh, he had a gallery. You know, they were at a gallery and yeah. they had some of his paintings. Really and I got think, the name out. Yeah, the, the world got to kind of see. You know, all the viewers got mm-hmm. to see his paintings and everything. Whether you like oh, them or not, gorgeous. they were. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I think good for him. That's yeah. great. Yeah, that's fantastic. Oh, wonderful. Well, let's get into some predictions. Spooky. And now, Ooh, predictions. All right. Okay, well, I'm going to start right in. I think that um, I can't wait to see what's going to happen with the teaming up of Ryan and Luis and how Frederick takes that. Because oh. I think that it is either going to get down and dirty in mm-hmm. the next episode, which is actually the finale, the yeah. this is the last one for the season before we get to the reunion, or it's going to get really nasty at the reunion. Mm-hmm. So I'm very curious to see what's going to happen. I wonder. Yeah, I think that maybe the learning about the relationship will happen next episode, but I think that maybe maybe they'll get into it later. Yeah, maybe at the reunion, you think? Maybe. I mean, that's the place but to by get the into time, it. By the time they do it, so much time is going to have passed. Yeah. So uh, maybe they'll speed it up. Maybe it will be next episode. And but I think Frederick, he kind of holds on to things a little bit. So mm-hmm. he might, you know, he he kind of he's so emotional. He comes to the reunions crying and going through all of that stuff. And so it'll be interesting to see how he takes this mm-hmm. and and what's going on with them and what has what has happened between the end of the show and the reunion. So we'll have to look forward to that. But I think it's going to be a lot of drama. Yes. Yeah. And now do we think by the time we hit the reunion that uh, Frederick and Derek will have baby news? No. You don't think so? No. By the time the reunion comes around? I just don't think he, that Derek's going to budge. I don't think he's going to budge quite yet. I think that um, mm. Frederick's trying to push it along. I mean, I think I would love for him to like get to the point and budge, you know, and get to the point. I would love for him to come to the reunion and Derek, you know, uh, Frederick say, we're going to have a baby really soon or we're mm-hmm. looking for, you know, a surrogate or we're looking for an oven, as he says. Yeah. <laughs> but I just don't, I'm not 100% sure that, that Derek's on board yet. I think it may be something like maybe around Christmas if Frederick's lucky. Okay. But we'll see. We'll I see. I could be totally wrong. We'll see. I don't know. I think, I think that by the reunion. It's gonna. You think there will be Mila? I do. Mila? I think, I think Mila. I think the world <laughs> will come to see and love Mila. Okay. I do. I do. All right. Well, I hope so. Yeah. I want to see her and her curls. <laughs> her little hands. <laughs> her little things. Hands. So cute. All right. Okay. Well, that does it for us. Um, where can we find you, Lauren? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at The Fancy Hippie. All right. And you can find me on Twitter at Jocelyn Polite. And you can find me on The Weekend Relish at JocelynPolite.com. We'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.